Hello, and uh, welcome back to A Pretty Delusional Podcast. I'm your host, Shana C., and thank you so much for tuning in. Um, I'm really grateful for everybody who is here right now listening and who tuned in last week. Um, I hope you enjoyed my first episode. It was pretty short, but I wanted to kind of ease you guys into my personality, um, give myself a chance to like get comfortable in the studio, all that stuff. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for, you know, giving me some of your time and, um, hopefully you guys are liking what you're hearing so far. And, um, today's episode is a bit of a doozy. Uh, today we're going to be talking about dating. If you saw the episode title, it's, uh, men written by women. And, um, I'm really, I'm really excited for this topic. This is one of the main things that I was excited to talk about, um, because I love talking about dating. I love it so, so much. I have no business talking about dating because I am not, um, nor have I, but I just think it's such a fascinating topic. And as somebody who is surrounded by couples and people in love, it's just so, mm, there's something about it, just being like a hater (laughs) and like talking about relationships, but like also not having any experience, but I digress. So before I actually do hop into the topic, I want to do a quick check-in. I hope you guys all had a good week. I know it's been, like, really stressful for a lot of people right now because it's just been, like, hectic. Like, between school, work, um, you know, a lot of people, a lot of my peers are going through finals and stuff. And I feel like we just started. So I just, I hope everybody got a chance to, like, reset a little bit and, like, relax. Um, at least for a little bit. Maybe you're relaxing right now listening to my show whatever it is I hope you guys take some time for yourself um but yeah let's let's get into the topic let's get into today's topic because I have so much to say oh my god I have so much to say and like I just feel I just feel like you guys aren't ready for it so first things first I'm not dating haven't dated I have no experience in this area and I love talking about it Now, I'm not meant to be dating right now, and I know that. I'm very confident in that, and I think what's meant for me is that I I need to just focus on school, focus on graduating, you know, getting comfortable in my career, whatever, Um, and then whoever I'm meant to be with is going to kind of find me sort of situation. Um, And the reason I say this is because I've already asked, I've already asked the universe, I was like, hey, girl, so, like, where are they? And... I'm actually going to tell you guys a story because this has been like a bit of a joke between my friends and I. Um, So basically, my friend Moogie told me, shout out Moogie, she was like, okay, if you like flip a coin, ask the universe a question, like they'll answer you with like a yes or no. Very easy, right? And as a believer in the universe and like somebody who does talk to the universe on a daily basis, I was like, "Mm -mm, let me try this. So one day I found a coin and I was like, let me ask, will I, you know, find a partner this year? They said no. And I was like, okay, ouch a little bit, but okay. Now, a little while later, I found another coin. Like, I was in my house, and I found another coin. And I was like, okay, let's ask it a different way. So I was like, will I meet my partner this year? As in, like, between now and, like, Dece- like January time. Um... They said no once again. And I was like, fair enough. It's a short timeline. 
they might need more time to find them for me, you know? Um, whatever. So I let it go, tell my friends. We joke about it. We're like, ha, 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 ha. Shana's not finding anybody. Finding anybody. So I was like, cool. So then a couple, a little while later, I find another coin. And I was like, hmm. I've already asked twice, but let me ask one more time just to see. Just to see. And I decided to ask it a different way. So I said, have I met them already? The universe said no. And I was like, fair, because there's nobody that I would even date right now and that I know. Um, so that that adds up. That that makes sense. Um, nevertheless, I was a little bit hurt because, damn. Um, anyways, so another time. Yes, another time. Because I didn't stop asking the universe when I'm going to find a partner. Leave me alone, okay? So I asked another time, and I was like, will I meet them in 2023? They said no. I said, will... Um, like, will I, I don't even know what I said. Oh, actually, I know. So the one of the culminating experiences that I had, like, to, to conclude this, me harassing the universe for a partner, um, I was getting ready for work one day, and I was like, okay, I was in my car. Every morning, I, like, do, like, my morning um, manifesting, prayer, whatever you want to call it, what have you. Yeah. And so I was like, okay. I see angel numbers a lot, especially when I'm driving. So I was like, okay, if I see 444, that'll mean I'm going to meet my partner within 2023, right? Now, granted, I know the universe already told me no, but st stay with me. And then I was also simultaneously, I said, if I see 888, that means I'll make a lot of money this year. Now, me personally, I was like, I'm cool with whatever they tell me as long as I get some money, right? Now, driving whatever it's about a 40 minute drive like a 40 minute drive and i see 888 within like the first 10 minutes so i was like okay i'm cool I i'll take the money i'll take the money that's fine I that's cool i don't see a 444 not even once i don't even think i saw the number four on the drive so the universe can only be so loud and at this point they're screaming shouting at me so i was like I heard you. I heard you stink. I'll, I'm stop. I'm done. I'm not asking no more. Um, but honestly, by that point, I had already accepted that I wasn't going to find nobody. And it's just not my time. And the thing is, is like, I'm, I, I know that it's not my time because I feel like even if I was approached with somebody who's like, I actually really like you and I would really like to be in a relationship with you, I'd probably be like, mm, my mom said no. Granted, my mom has not said no. Actually, fun, funny enough, my mom and I are in a really good place now where we can talk about dating and boys and stuff. So one night I was at her house and we were talking about um, talking about boys and dating in university. And out of nowhere, m this woman hit me out of left field. She goes, well, I don't want you to go through your whole university experience without dating. It gets much harder in the real world. Ah, my jaw dropped. I said, what do you mean? Four years deep, you're going to tell me now you want me to start dating? Please be serious. I was like, mom, no. I literally told her, like, it's a little too late, babe. It's too late because there's just no way. Like, you can't just spring that on me. This whole time, I thought I had to, if I thought at this, I was like, at this point in my life, I was still under the impression that if I started dating, it would have to be a secret because I felt like my mom would yell at me for dating. I, does anybody else have that feeling? Does any other, like, West Indian or, like, brown person who, like, has, a, I mean, I don't know, like, do you guys feel like you would get in trouble for dating at your big age? Like, I'm 21. And I was still under the impression that I'd get in trouble for dating. And then out of nowhere, she's like, so you can date now. And I was like, that's just not what I wanted to hear. 
Now I have pressure. So what what now? Anyways, I kind of don't really remember how I got here. Um, blacked out for a second there. It was such a surreal experience to have my mom tell me that, though. Um, but yeah, all this to be said, it's okay to not date. <laughs> it's fine. It's not that deep. Everybody's going to find somebody at some point, And, like, I think a big thing, too, is, like, for me, I have like standards of what I expect out of relationships because I have seen so so many bad ones and as of right now in my life all of the relationships that are all the relationships that are around me they're really healthy and they're full of love and support and they're to to me they're what I would call a genuine partnership and I don't like the idea of being in a relationship that isn't like that um and so as I continue to get older and see these successful relationships, I'm like, whoever finds me is going to have to be just God tier because there's just no, I'm not settling for foolishness. Like, I'm really, really, really not. Um, and I think that's also another reason why the universe is like, girl, you're going to have to wait till you're out of school because whatever's around you right now is just foolishness. You're not dealing with it. You can't have it. <laughs> it's not good enough. So I, I'm cool with waiting. Um, and I want more people to kind of have that outlook. I think a lot of, I think a lot of women nowadays do have that kind of approach to dating where they're like, I'm not dealing with foolishness. I'm not lowering my standards. I have expectations and I'm keeping them, which is dope. And I think we should all keep, you know, stay like that. But I also feel like, I think men are mad at that. <laughs> like men are actively upset at the fact that women have standards that we don't want to compromise and that we won't compromise and like no I'm not like and I okay this is just a side note but like little things like even down to like the content that they follow on social media and like the people that they retweet and repost and like the rhetoric that they kind of support like those things speak so many volumes like so much in in terms of their character that like you can just like you can tell what a person's like based off of their their online activity so it's like for me I read that already and I'm like I don't like it so I'm not even gonna tolerate whatever foolishness comes out your mouth so you know and and with men I think they they really do hate the idea of having to put in work for for affection from women I really do believe that um but because I seen men who you know like a lot of the men who are in like the lives of my, my friends and stuff like that are dating them or you know whatever they love them so much that they have no problem putting in the work or doing you know thoughtful things and being uh, a, a partner and I think seeing that makes me like understand makes me more comfortable sitting alone because I'm like I am not wasting my time with just anybody like I'm not doing it I'm not doing that I want to be treated like a princess I want to be treated the way like I've been treated very well my whole life by my family and friends I have a lot of love in my life so what in the world would I be doing being treated like a clown being given clown treatment I don't want that I don't deserve that so I'm not gonna deal with it anyways so let me let me stop getting hot because like now I'm just getting mad because like why would I deal with foolishness be serious you know, and I hate seeing women deal with foolishness, too, because to me, I'm like, you're worth so much more. And a lot of a lot of women kind of struggle with that. I maybe not a lot, but I think it's it's weird when I see young women deal with that where I'm like, damn, love yourself, girl, love yourself first. Um, 
I don't know where I was going with that thought. I was just getting really intense for no reason. Let me get back to the what I got to say. So, like I said, I'm comfortable being alone. I'm happy being alone. Um, it's not my time. I'm cool with that. I know that the person that's coming, for me, they're, they're going to be all of the things that I've already said that I want and more. So, I, ha- I have a little list. I'm going to share with you guys because I feel like y'all get it y'all will understand um the things that i want are not necessarily like i don't know how to explain it but it's more like actions um and like yeah so i'm gonna just go through my list here because it's very quick so the first thing i want is effort i feel like that's a bare minimum thing to ask for (laughs) is no the bar's in hell the bar's in hell um but yeah, like effort is the bare minimum thing that I want. Like I want to know that you're like trying, like you plan a date, like you plan dates, you plan to see me, you put in the effort to like make, making, okay, this is a side note. One of my favorite things that men do is make reservations. Is that not sad? Like when my friends, like when my male friends make reservations, I'm like, wow, I love you. I'm like, wow, that was really mature. It's a reservation. It's a reservation. It is a reservation. It's nothing. And even still, I'm like, oh my God, my heart skipped a beat. Be serious. The bar's in hell. Anyways. (laughs) Yeah. So effort is really important. The next thing that I think is really important is thoughtfulness, which yes, it does kind of go with effort, but I feel like thoughtfulness kind of goes more towards like, for me personally, acts of service, which is my number one love language. Um, Like if I say something and you remember it and act on it and do things to like, you know, make my life easier. Like, I, ugh, I love that stuff. That's, like, my favorite. Um, doesn't happen to me very often from anybody other than, like, my friends. So, yeah. And my family. Um, the next thing on that list is stability. Now, when I talk about stability, I think a lot of people, not, like, when I say it, but I think when stability becomes a, a topic of conversation when you, you when you're talking about dating i think a lot of times people immediately jump to financial stability which yes it is important and it is a big part of like a partnership right like but like i'm 21 i don't need to know your finances right now like please be serious um so like when you like hop on twitter and you hear like these male podcasts and they're like like who pays the bill um uh, if we are feminists then she's gonna pay the bill no she's not stop it Pay the friggin' bill. If you ask me out, you're paying the bill. Um, that was just, that was a lot. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. But yeah, stability isn't just financial, and it's not just, like, who pays what and who does this and who does that. It's, like, emotional stability. Like, if one partner is, like, not doing great, the other partner is supposed to help balance them out and make everything equal and, like, be... I think relationships are about equity as much as they are about equality. Does that make sense? I hope it does yeah that's that's what it is um the next one is compatibility I think that compatibility is so underrated like there's something about being able to talk to somebody and like having the same sense of humor and um the same interests um as well as like career aspirations and things like that like being compatible in the direction you're going in life and in the things that bring you joy there's something so nice about that and I have so much compatibility with my friendships and with my, like, my sister and I are super compatible. And granted, I'm probably, like, 
I'm like the exact same person as her, so naturally we'll be really compatible. But compatibility always just feels it makes a relationship just that much stronger. And like, I don't know. And if you think I'm talking about astrology, like, yes, a little bit I am, but I don't know astrology well enough to sit there and be like, yes, we need to be astrologically aligned for it to work. No. Um, but yeah, I think compatibility is really important. And it's something that I expect out of my partner for us to be like on the same page. Um, and even when we're not on the same page, like our wavelength is just the same. Now, am I just using words like similes sort of? Is that a simile? I don't know. Um, yeah. Anyways. The next one and the last one, which is very broad, and I don't know why I wrote it, but I know why I wrote it. I wrote genuine love and romance because I feel like I don't see romantic relationships very often. Like I see love and I see love being manifested in very specific ways and like ways that work for that couple. But like I don't see romance. And like I'm like I said, I'm an acts of service girly. I love things done for me so yeah those are the things that I expect out of my future partner and um I think that that's totally reasonable I don't think that I'm asking for a lot I think I'm asking for really like base level type behavior um and obviously like I want them to be funny and like get along with my friends and my family and dress well and like be tall and whatever whatever but like at the end of the day I'm like these are the things that I'm really looking for I've been known to compromise my physical standards for a person um because they check off other boxes but like uh, you know we've all been there we all have talked to somebody who's ugly get over it okay we've done it okay now that was a lot and if you stuck it out Thank you guys, because I really went off for a second there. I want to get back to the title of the show, which is Men Written by Women, because truthfully, the blueprint for the person I want is men written by women. And that is attributed to all of the years of reading Wattpad stories, being a fanfic reader on like before Wattpad was even popular. I was reading fanfics on Instagram comments like when um. So I used to be a believer. Shout out Justin Bieber for that one. Um, when like fanfic writers would like write it in the comments of like an IG post. I was reading fan fiction from then. And then I transferred over to Wattpad and AO3 and all that stuff. Um, and then now in my 20s, I started reading adult romance fiction. Specifically, specifically Jasmine Galori. Jasmine Galori is chef's kiss one of my favorite writers she is a black woman from i believe san francisco she's so sweet and wonderful and not only does she write with black female leads and like sometimes like they switch narrators whatever um she writes black plus size women bro be serious i love representation in media but like there's something about reading romance about for black plus size women and growing up black and plus size I just literally brought tears to my eyes. She's just, uh, I love it so much. And um, granted, it's her fault that my standards for men are so high. Like, I do in fact expect, do in fact, did I say that right? I don't know. You guys can, I'll, I'll hear later. Um, because of Jasmine Glory, I do in fact, oh my God, I'm actually having a stroke. Um, whatever. I do expect that men will um, 
be there at my beck and call even if I just want tacos and they will drive three hours to go find my favorite tacos and so obviously when I talk about men written by women um to some degree these men exist in real in, in real life um but for a big for my girlies in Toronto <laughs> I don't know if they're here I don't I don't know that they are and if they are why are you hiding what are you what are you hiding from um stop it but also I I think that like I in reading so much and in seeing so many healthy relationships um and seeing some really not healthy relationships I've also come to a place where I'm like there's just no way there's no way in hell I'm compromising the things I want and the things that I deserve in a relationship to either appease somebody else or to I don't know like be in a relationship like a relationship is not the end-all be-all of being a human being um and I know to some degree like obviously we humans need companions and they need whatever like we get it um but I think having so much love for myself and having so many having my standards so firm um it just means that when I do find that person and that when I do end up you know dating or whatever it's gonna be because that I'm supposed to be you know like the person meets all of the standards and I'm not compromising the things I like like or expect or want you know what I mean um so yeah um the men written by women that um have been guiding my criteria and my my standard list um I know that they're out there for me and um yeah I know that it's out there I know it's coming but I'm just patient and as of right now I have a lot of other things going on in my life that I'm 10 times more excited for and honestly I don't I'm not looking I'm I'm not worried. I'm not worried. Like I said, I'm a delusional girly. I get what I want. I was really about to drop an ice spice lyric. I actually am sick. I'm sick to my core. I can't believe that. I'm so sorry, guys. Um Jesus, I threw my whole my own self off. Damn. Um Yeah, anyways, I don't God, that was actually traumatizing. Like I just traumatized myself. Um anyways, what I was going to say was I actually have no idea what I was gonna say I'm so thrown off why did Ice Spice come to does anybody know what Ice Spice has on society right now because the way that she has put got everybody in a chokehold is actually kind of concerning anyways I'm gonna wrap it up because I'm getting a little bit insane I think actually and I mentioned I didn't want to become feral I'm pretty sure and I I think it's getting to that point so thank you so much for listening to this little episode which is kind of chaotic um but I hope this reminds you that if you're if you're a single girly out there like me it's okay enjoy being single find love for yourself you know make your standards 10 times higher um and put you know and when you find that person they're gonna be perfect they're gonna be everything you want them to be and more and um I I wish everybody luck in in their romantic endeavors um pray for me as well please thanks love y'all um love you for that thank you um but yeah so thank you so much for listening to this episode it was a little bit unhinged but they're probably all gonna end up like this so thanks um thank you so much for your time and i leave you with this one question um if you 
could I don't even know what I was gonna ask I'm still stuck on the fact that Ice Spice actually infiltrated my podcast on the second episode like be so serious what did I do to to deserve that like I don't I don't deserve it Jesus okay anyways um what's one of your standards that you would absolutely never compromise like no matter who it is what it is that you're never gonna fold um for me um my partner has to drive you have to drive i'm the i'm the i'm the driving the driving demon so i'm i want to be passenger princess okay um uh yeah that's one of my non non compromise the bold things i don't know i'm tired thank you so much for listening um my name is shana c this has been a pretty delusional podcast i'll see you guys next time or i'll talk to you guys next time okay bye